All right, lovers. So we are back for another episode of For the Love Podcast. Today we have OG here. And it's a pleasure to have you as a lover this episode. How are you doing? Well, I am doing well. I'm doing great. Bless and favored. Thank you for asking. I appreciate that. Uh, definitely a pleasure to be on For the Lovers Podcast. Because it's Sagittarius season, as you all know. Ow. And... <laughs> <laughs> You know, in 2020, it's been such a roller coaster year. You know, um, it was a milestone year for us both. You know, I turned 30, he turned 35. And we've been showcasing Black excellence throughout it all. Throughout the rubs, the ups and downs, the losses, the pains, the gains. And, you know, it's just it's a lot going on this year. Relationships, love, culture, hospitality, entertainment. And thus forth. Partnership with an event. It was a Japanese whiskey event at a cigar bar on the Upper East Side. If you've been to any of OG's parties, you know it's always Black excellence. It's always, you know, young men and women, um, cigars. Cigars bring a certain type of crowd out. So I enjoy going to his events because it's always going to be sophisticated. At events, you know, things like this get tricky when it comes to, like, you know, friends and relationships and where's the boundaries at, right? It's so, true. for the, I feel like for the, for the Sagittarius mindset, we don't really think about rules all the time. We just go for whatever we want and we want it and we do it, you know? We don't really have any ill intention behind it. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I feel Ugh. like I don't know. It's hard. Like, is it? Is it? You feel like it's hard to? I mean, you've recently, I think, I guess, publicly just um, kind of like dropped some lovely uh, black love photos of you and your lover on Instagram. And for me, on the other end, I'm just like, dang, I feel like it's a little hard to be with a Sagittarius. Do you think that? Have you gotten that? It's very hard to be a Sagittarius. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh my! It's God. very. See that that. There's so there's so many sides to it. Um, I'll say one of the things is this. I mean, this is just a thing kind of overall. But being with the Sagittarius, one of the main things is that um, we're very free. We're very open. You know, we're very liberal. You know, we kind of like we throw our cares to the wind. That also uh, that that I, I say this that most times is not uh, an amazing pairing. You know, being in a relationship with somebody because. It's like we don't really like rules, restrictions, parameters, you know. Um, the one thing that I've literally gotten probably in every single relationship I've ever been in in my life is that I don't know and don't understand the premise of boundaries. Like, boundaries, what are those, huh? I mean, so I, I just, you know, it could be very hard. You know, we're very fun people. And then when it comes to being in a relationship with a Sagittarius, especially an individual like me, you know, who works within like, you know, in nightlife and entertainment media, you're always out and down. You're always meeting people all the time, you know, and if you're not necessarily flying that flag of I'm in a relationship, it's like those lines can sometimes get blurred. You know, um, people could be none the wiser. We are also the type of individuals that, uh, we love our privacy, so it's like, oftentimes it can be very hard. Let's just say that. I do agree. Um, I feel like a lot of times Sagittarius are misunderstood too. I think that because we come off so blunt, also um, with our fun spirited um, traits, people can take that as being rude or just like 
confrontational even sometimes, which is new for me because I'm not really the argumentative type, but I will say what I have to say. You know, like I don't bite my tongue for anyone, but I will, you know, but I will say what I have to say in the most, I don't know, nice way, you know, but it, it interests me because when you talk about being a Sagittarius, men and women always differ, but being a Sagittarius, love and fun, being liberal, you know, things could get blurred. And I never realized that people have, men can have boundaries rather when it comes to like dating friends and stuff. So before you know the world got shut down in new york city we were at the event you know a lot of handsome men at og's events if you are a single woman in new york city you need to attend one of these events because you might find your next lover there true (laughs) very true you posted that picture the other day i was like oh my gosh this picture dance This fine ass black men just outside smoking cigars. Where am I at? Why am I not there? I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's uh, so crazy. My thing is this. This is my big thing. And if you know me, you probably know this. Um, my biggest thing in relationships, in friendships, in business, in any facet of life is discretion is paramount. Yes. So with that being said, you know, that being mixed with the the I guess the private type of mindset of Sagittarius, which is also, uh, which is often labeled, I should say, is sneaky. Yes, um, sneaky. That is, yeah. I've been a lot. I'm like, how? Uh, see, my thing is, is that I usually don't like telling people my businesses and for numerous reasons, because I'm in the limelight, uh, because I meet a lot of people all the time. It's just, it's none of your business, like, you know, what I'm doing yeah. to somebody else. It doesn't mean that you're doing something bad that you right. shouldn't be doing but just like it's not a secret it's just it ain't no business so right. i think that like it can get it can get kind of crazy because those lines can can get crossed um not in terms of you know being appropriate but just in terms of how that person receives this information how are you going to receive what i'm telling you you know um on top of that it's like it could be a scenario where now say you meet someone through a mutual friend or you go to said friends event and there's a lot of people there now you know the person that's hosting or throwing the event let's say there's 100 people there you don't know who belongs to who who knows who who's friends if everyone there is a stranger so you're just gonna obviously enjoy yourself you know at will but then it's like there could be ramifications that come with that for a free spirit individual like me i don't really care um i've been doing events for about 12 years now i have either intentionally um, unintentionally or informally, you know, introduce people to like their boyfriends, their girlfriends, their wives, their like, you know, their husbands, their next business partners. Some of those scenarios which have worked out, some of them that haven't. You know, there's been people that have been in relationships and I found out about it two years later. I'm like, wait, I'm like, what are y'all doing together on vacation? They're like, oh, this is a whole, this is a whole thing. I'm like, oh, wow, okay, well, I guess I'm late to the party. But who cares? I think this is life. And any, any event that you're going to go to, you know, uh, that, that that's a microcosm for life. It's like you could meet one of a hundred people in a room. You could just as easily meet that same person, say, like walking through, you know, I don't know, Herald Square or in Soho or it's someone else's event. It's like it doesn't or shouldn't matter that they met at something that you happen to be at. Like, I don't think it's that big of a deal. But you know what? I think like, let's, let's say this. Let's, let's go a layer deeper. 
Um, this is New York City, you know. Oftentimes, these days, people are not in relationships. People are just, quote, unquote, they're dating. Or they're in situationships. Or they're involved with somebody. Whatever that means. You can add your own definition. But the point is that a lot of people are not in monogamous relationships. You might talk to the guy or to the girl. And they're like, yeah. So, you know, and if they're keeping it real with you, they're like, I'm dating two people. I'm dating three people right now. As adults, that more than likely means that you're having sex with two or three different people. As a guy or the woman, usually, when they don't know who the other individual is, it's like, all right, that's cool. This person was straight up with me. They let me know that they're involved and that they are physically involved with others. Usually, there's no qualms about that. Now, if you were to find out that that other individual is someone you know, not necessarily your friend or like, you know, your boy, but just someone that you know, mm -hmm. you've had interactions with this person or you're a woman, you've had interactions with this other lady, whoever this is that, you know, your mate is dealing with. It's like, how do you process that? The crazy thing is it's like oftentimes you can tell someone you're, you're involved, especially tell a guy this, you're involved with three or four other people and they don't care at all. But God forbid... It's someone they've even met once in their life. Like, I can't believe you, na-na-na, how you deal with somebody else that I know. How, how do you know that this person knows that you all know each other or that, you know, you're boys or that you're, you've met once on a chance occurrence and now you take up some type of an issue with it? I think that we're a little bit too sensitive, um, to be honest, and we need to just take a chill pill sometimes. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I feel like, you know, there's always a, that six degree of separation anyway. And especially if you're in New York City, especially if you're black, you know, it's just, but so many people that's, you know, that you know, do you know, do you know someone else? And, you know, as adults, I do feel like that conversation should definitely be held so that, you know, there's no misconstrued, everyone's on the same page. But regardless of that, even with even with clear communication, I've realized that people can still be in their feelings and feel the way they feel. And that's something that you just can't control. And I realized that men, you know, I realized that but men and women, obviously things are different. You know, there's some women who don't care, some men who don't care, vice versa. But I realized that there's this weird I guess rule within homies and it's like oh you smash the homie type type um vibe and I think that's so funny because like who I, I you know I just don't care you know it could be two homies maybe I wanted to smash both of y'all I couldn't get y'all together so maybe I'll smash you <laughs> <laughs> she gave it up she smashed the homie vibes <laughs> <laughs> wow that's hilarious I'm just saying, like, you know, maybe I both look good and I I, I want both of y'all, but again, you, you, maybe I can't have both of y'all at the same time. So I, you have your time and then I have his time. I don't see why that should be a problem. All right. Oh, man. You just... Jeez. Oh, you just don't unpack so many things at once. Um, I know. I'll, I'll, all right. I'll say, I'll say this. You know, that classic male adage bros before hoes like you know that's what dudes have always been taught it's really weird i'm gonna tell you why it's weird it's weird because the guy will say you know it's not about her it's about us dudes that are not in a relationship with you don't care so it's like if i'm not locking you down or not claiming you at all then like i already don't care so it's like so for men to pick up some type of an issue with that i just i don't really get it the only issue I can see is this. As men, oftentimes a lot of men 
uh, will say something to the effect of men and women can't be friends. We can't be just friends. It's like either we're smashing or we're nothing. We're smashing or you're just a chick that I know, which I think that's kind of like, I think that's kind of bullshit. I think that like it you, is definitely bullshit because I have so many platonic male friends, right? You know that we, we never cross that boundary. I mean, can can it can it happen? Yes. Are we attracted to one? Yes, but has it? No. Right. You know what I mean? Like we're adults. See that that, that like, comes with maturity. But the thing I think the thing the reason men say it is like is based on what you just said. Everything you said is is entirely correct. But a lot of guys, they could be. You and your best guy friend, y'all could have known each other for 10 years, and he's super respectful. But if, for whatever reason, it ever got weird, and, like, you know, y'all were drunk together, and, like, he had the opportunity to, it's, like, more than likely he's going to take that opportunity. He's going to be in his mind, like, yo, I've always wanted to smash her for the 10 years we've been friends. I wasn't going to, you know, cross that boundary, but now that Pandora's box is open, like, I'm going in for the kill. I think most guys think like that. And even behind their girlfriend's backs, they're like, yo, that's my friend. And, you know, like, I ride for her. And, I, you know, I'm there for her as a support system. But if I ever had the chance, I am definitely going to smash her into oblivion. So, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that's how men think. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to smash her into oblivion. What? Yes. Uh-huh. No, it's true. It, it's true. I mean, I have these conversations with, with my like my platonic male friends, and I and I sometimes I tease them because I know they know how of a strong like boundary woman I am. But I love to flirt. I love to tease because you know it's never gonna happen unless it's on my terms. Because Correct. that's just how you know that's just how it works in relationships. But you know, I always thought the same thing, um, OG. I always I always assume that. You know, if there's no relationship here, there's no type of, you know, we're talking about relationship, you know, commitment and stuff. Who cares if I smash the homies? Who cares if you smash the homies? Um, You know, between men and women, though, for me, I care. I'm not going to lie. If um, (laughs) because sometimes I could be territorial. You know, I don't know if this is a tragedy with you or just me being an only child. I am very territorial. And until I give permission in my head, like, yeah, okay, that I don't care about that person anymore. That person's always mine. We, we could not even speak for 10 years. And I'll find out, I'm like, why would you do that? There's 10 other people in the world. But on the flip side of things, if someone asks me, like, Ty, why did you you know, have sex with someone that's my friend or whatever to be because I wanted to. It's my business. True. So, which is not fair, which is not a fair thing. I'm not saying this is, you know, my, uh, my politics here are fair because they're not. It's just what it is. You know, <laughs> and so for, it's, just, it's just what it is. I'm just honest. It's just what it is. Like, it's literally just how I am. Um, but I just find it fascinating because I think that the notion of smashing homies should be more accepted than bashed upon because then sometimes you see those friends again and they're like he 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 and i'm like yeah i got both of y'all i want not you what? <laughs> see but this is this is why to go back to your earlier point this is why it can get kind of weird especially when uh people from specific groups are smashing individuals from other groups especially when it's more than one person um per- specifically myself I've, I've always been one to be tight-lipped about the uh the sexual encounters that I've had, you know, like to be honest, there most of the sexual encounters I've had, I've never told the homies. 
Like, obviously, I'm a guy, you know, and I'm going to keep it a stack. Of course, I've told homie before. Of course, I'm like, yo, I've smashed so-and-so. But most times, like, that was not the reality because I just, I don't like people in my business. And, like, you don't need to know, honestly. Like, what I do in my spare time, my free time, or who's in my bedroom chambers is none of your business. Like, why would I, you know, especially as I've gotten older, it's just, it doesn't make sense. And even from the time, like, when I became, like, you know, like, very sexually active here in New York City, like, in my 20s, oftentimes, like, again, that discretion was always paramount. Before I, I even used those words together, like, my discretion was, was at that level. And guys I knew would be like, yo, bro, like, how do you always have so many women around you? And it's because, like, they liked the way that I treated them, even when it wasn't a sexual relationship. It's just, I don't move like how the guys move. Like, guys would, would treat women like they were property, you know, or like they were just something, like they were a piece of jewelry just floating around. I'm like, yeah, like, look who I'm with. Like, I'm with all these baddies, like, all of them. It's like all seven of them and me. Let's put them on Front Street. Let's line them up in this section. You know, like, I know y'all see them, like, you want them, but you can't have them, you know, kind of vibes. And I'm like, this is so stupid, you know, walking in with them, walking out with them, you know, almost like they're your property, you own them, and, like, a guy has to ask you before they could talk to them. But that was kind of, like, the vibes in the club, especially in, like, in, like, the 2010s and, you know, like, times like that. So I just think that, like, off always, also, a lot of guys that don't really get women like that, or that haven't had a plethora of women in their life, they give a full step of vibes, but like they feel the way because you're talking to their guy. You know, to me, it's equal opportunity, baby. Like I've had a lot of homegirls that have smashed the homies. They've smashed a lot of homies. I have a couple that smashed numerous homies in my circle. <laughs> and I was like, yo, I remember this one time I asked this chick, I'm like, yo, like every time I have an event, you're here and you go home with another guy. She's like, yeah. she's like, and? She's like, is there a problem with it? I was like, ain't no problem. I'm like, yo, it's your life, your body. You can do whatever you want to do. I was like, but why? I'm just curious why. Because, I mean, you're showing up to these events and you're clearly leaving with a different one. I'm pretty sure people see this. She's like, I don't give a damn. She's like, I'm going to fuck them before they fuck me. I was like, oh. Ooh, I love it. I'm like, oh. I was like, scandalous. She was like, yo. She's like, I'm single. She's like, I enjoy sex. I'm very comfortable in who I am. She's like, I'm liberal. She's like, I tell them what it is. Like, if you have an issue with me having sex with multiple multiple partners or even potential one-night stands and things that come to nothing and you don't want to deal with me because of that, yo, I totally respect it, my guy. But just know that I am non-monogamous right now and I'm just enjoying my life. Like, I'm not at the point in my life where I want to be in a relationship. I'm enjoying having sex, having safe sex with as many partners as I want. And I'm like, honestly, like, I don't see a problem with that. Especially because it's like, if you're going to look at it, you have to look at both sides of the fence. It's like, so if a girl says that it's crazy or it's weird or I can't believe she said that, yeah, you can graduate all your dudes that are like smashing everything that, that's walking. Like, I just, there has to be a silver lining at some point. Double standard. Mm, it's supposed to be the double standard true. between men and women on that. You know, men are supposed to stick their things in anything, and women must hold it down and keep your legs tight and, and right. Which is not, you know, it's 2020. And I feel that young woman that was at your event, the only thing, you know, everybody's different. So everybody does their own thing. But you have to, you have, the point is, you have to come to that point in your life where you're very comfortable understanding this is what I want from life at this, at this stage of where I'm at. Right. So I, I fucks with it. I fucks with what she said. Um, well, I, see, the thing is, though, I don't know, I guess because of, I'm, I'm a Sag and I'm just like, wow. 
I don't want to, I don't want to run into the same lovers at an event, particularly not, you know, this is not my, right. it's not, that's not my thing. You know, like if I, if I know like, okay, these group of guys are the cigar guys. Okay. These group of guys are like, you know, the bottle popper champagne guys or whatever the case may be. Like I try to keep groups always separate, you know, because you know, you, maybe you want a taste from each group, not within the same group. Cause there's no difference there. Is there, mm-hmm. um, but it's just it's always fascinating to me um you know this the whole smashing the homies vibe thing even among friends even among your girlfriends you may have women that's like yo i have one girlfriend actually she tells me holy she's like yeah i want to fuck him i know you fucked him but i want to see what it's like and and initially when she would have these conversations with, with my friend and i we would look at each other like yo can you just not though like can you there's so many guys around why do you want what I have? So I think also why it could be um, confrontational is because sometimes people specifically go after what you had as well. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes it's not even just like, yeah, I smashed the homie, but it's just like, nah, you smashed. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be too. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. can you, can you not find your own piece of ass? To fuck? But, but like, you know what though? I think that again, and this is the reason why, but this goes back into discretion being paramount. So for me, um, I'm very tight about the things that I do, the places I go, the people I be with, how I'm getting my money, like the people I'm getting my money with. Why? Because like people can speak on your blessings. You know, people are covetous. Right. People want what you yes. have. It's like, you know, so it's like, it just, it doesn't make sense. Like I can tell you, and again, with that discretion that goes outside of the constraints of, of just a sexual or physical relationship, I tell, I tell a quote unquote a homie that I'm doing this as a, a new business and branding idea. And before I even bring it into fruition, say he had more access and more resources you know, um, and he was more speedy than I was. He can end up doing what I was doing and literally like change the name of it and do the same thing and then have ample success. Say that was my million dollar idea. He becomes a millionaire and I'm left out on the cold looking crazy, you know? And then, yeah, it could be beef, but it's like, will it matter if he has all the registers and the trademarks and the business up before me? No, because he's doing his thing. It's like, sometimes you have to keep your mouth closed. But like specifically though, when it comes to relationships, I think that men will be like oh man i had this chick blah 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 she was like this this is what she looked like with no clothes on it was so fat when i had her bent over mm-hmm. or like you know sometimes dudes even go the extra mile like yo i have this video yo look at me no 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 now now your man's in their head are thinking like damn like yo that ass is fat so i want to hit that word like he, yep. he did that shoot and he don't care because he's literally shown me the details here in yep. the video format so he's not gonna care if I, you know what I'm saying, if I try and pull up on it too, and that's how guys think. Or even a woman, you know, woman, you guys can be very juicy. You could be, you know, very detail oriented. You're talking about that little trick that he did in the bedroom and yeah. how he was doing this <laughs> and picking him up like this. And like, oh man, he excited parts of me that I've never had excited before. You know, it was titillating. They're using certain verbs and adjectives you never heard in like regular conversation. You're like, oh, it was titillating. It was exhilarating. Oh, he unlocked parts of you that have never been unlocked before it's like uh-huh mm-hmm. i want him to unlock some of that on me you know and that, that's, <laughs> that's that's a real thing that's a real thing. it's a real thing and it's scary because you know growing up you know everybody grows up differently but growing up in a in a black household your mom is always telling you never share your love life with your girlfriend mm-hmm. Like, my mom always told me that. Like, mm. don't be key-keying. Don't be sharing no dick pictures. Mm. Don't be talking about... Everything you just said, you do not discuss what you're... Like, you do, you just don't do right. it. 
and you know throughout life of dating and this that, and there i that's why they say i'm sneaky right because my friends will not even know anything <laughs> and they be like well why you don't tell us nothing and i was like because that's my business like you know like I may I may talk publicly about sex, but you're not gonna know who I'm talking about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, unless you really know this is my man or like, you know, this is the one person I've been with for the last couple of months right. or year or so. But even with that, you don't need details. Like I, I don't and I hate when people like ask me details, like, Oh, you haven't talked about so and so. How are they? Good, I'm sure. <laughs> Chilling, living. Like, what do you mean? Right. What do you wanna know? Right, like, right. You know, and it's just, it's it's weird though because I, I I have a girlfriend who's like that. Like she was like, yeah, but you always and it's not even to one of my lovers, it's to another friend's lover. But she's like, yeah, like after I saw that dick picture, I'm like, nah, y'all wilding, y'all wilding, y'all seeing dick pictures? Like I I don't know. Like I'm like I said, I'm too territorial. So in order for me to avoid that kind of conflict in my life. I don't share. I'm the only child. I don't. I don't share. I'm not sharing this intimacy with anyone else. Right, like, right. And I want it to grow. And um, it, it is back to what you're saying about this. The blessings, like money moves, all that stuff. You cannot. Sorry, you just even sometimes with your lover, even with the person that you're sleeping with, sometimes you still can't share everything with everybody. Like, right. what would you have left for yourself? Correct. Exactly. You know, and you just have to be so so careful i've literally been in all those scenarios before you know like i've been in scenarios where um i was living with someone i was living with my quote unquote my homeboy back in my early 20s and it was a it was a super weird situation like i had broke up with my, uh, my kid's mom um you know she had moved out my son had left with her so i had a two bedroom so like he was down on his luck blah 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 so i let him stay with me that was like the worst decision i ever made that turned into like homeboy staying there and like he couldn't afford to pay any rent, nah, nah, nah. Like, yo, like, man's like, it was, it was just, it was like a little bit of the time, a little bit of time. The next, you know, he doesn't have clothes, and like, he's like wearing my clothes to the club. I'm like, fam, like, what are you, what are no. you doing? Yeah, are you outside? Yeah, like, you know, like, dude had a car at the time, you know, and he was kind of, he wasn't really living righteous. Yo, I let the fool go borrow my car to go and check a joint. Yo, this Negro comes back in like 15, 20 minutes later. He's like, oh, I got in an accident. I'm like, are you kidding Bruh, me? Yo, what? I'm like, what? Yo, he tore, yo, he tore like the side of like, the car up. And the I'm like, what? come on, bro. Initially, why are you even going outside to some girl, borrowing your friend's car, and you got no money? Right, it just, it doesn't make sense, you know? I don't even it doesn't. It doesn't make sense, you know, if you're listening. You should be in the house minding your fucking doesn't business. Doesn't make sense. Not fucking right. Right, and then it's like, okay, you know, why did I do any of that? Because this is a this is a dude I knew from high school. Like, it's like, what am I do is I grew up with? So it's like, after the relationship is over, you know, we're no longer friends. It was a huge, huge, huge falling out. Um, I was a club board at, at that point in time. Yo, I ended up going to like one of our, the main clubs that um, that I was promoting that I put him on as a sub promoter to. Like maybe a month after, you know, we had decided not to be friends and we had the huge falling out. Again, we was in our 20s, so we was wild. So, like, I was bringing chicks all up and in, in through the crib. I was, like, smashing chicks out, you know. I had different chicks. Smashing chicks You know, I had different women. <laughs> Yo, no funny, no funny. Dude pulled up to the club, right? And I see him coming down the steps. 
He comes down the steps with the last joint that I was dealing with. She lived all the way in it. Wow. She lived all the way in like, when she, But she went to school out here. So, like, I would see her sometimes, like, you know, in between school or whatever the case is. You know, sometimes on break. Yo, Shorty flew back early from break. And he was coming down the stairs. And she was right behind him. And I saw him, you know, gave him the eyes. You know, kind of gave each other, like, the F-U eyes. So I look behind him and I see her. I look at her. Then I look back at him. Then I look down at his hands. Yo, man's had a, a full suitcase. I was like, what? Then I look back at her, and she's looking at me. She's like, yeah, yo, I can't make this up. She's like, yeah, I know that, like, I was just, like, you know, in your bed, like, you know, a month ago, and now I'm here with him. She's like, I'm a slut. Like, you know, what can I say for myself? I was like, this is crazy. I look in the section, like, an hour later, and I have my people's in my section. Look at his section. His section is filled up with all of my old joints. So all of them. And I'm like, you that's really must want to be me. Like, how do you have everything that? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, what? But that's that's what you have. That's why you gotta be careful of sharing stuff because that is it. People really, people really look at you and want to be you, and we don't, we don't look at ourselves like that. We're like, who, who am I for you? Right. Be? Not to, not right. to ever downplay us because we are marvelous individuals, but we're so humble that we don't even fathom the idea of a jealousy of a hater. But remember. If you don't have haters, you don't have you don't have haters. You, you're not doing something because right. Because I think, but you know what? But to get to what, to your point, it's like all right, this person wants to do something like I'm doing. He wants to do anything like mm-hmm. I'm doing. That's different. Or he wants to date this type of woman. Right. You're not thinking like yo, like he actually right. wants to wear yeah. my clothes and be me. Like he wants to literally date everyone I've dated. Dreams. He wants to hit everything I've hit. Like what? <laughs> like that's crazy. But the world is very is very weird sometimes and that can be reality doesn't it feel like you're fucking like okay so let's say like see this is this is why i don't like to date people that i know purposely like if one of my girlfriends fucks someone i would not i wouldn't unless me not me and the my only rule is this if my home girl has sex with someone the person's off limits for me personally mm. the only time that rule is broken is if me and that person who she fucked already had a history before they fucked. Right. Okay. I get it. That's the only time it's, it's, it's okay. Well, I knew the person. It's like I knew the person first, basically. Right. We already had our own history. Not like new and you coming around and I met you through them, especially like I just feel like I feel like I'm fucking you. Right. Like, See, you know what? I feel like I hear what you're saying, not to cut you. I think it gets weird sometimes because like when you're a member of a certain scene, a certain group, a certain culture, whatever the case is, it's like say you all hang out in the same type of space. Like let's not use a cigar, the cigar scene because it's kind of small. But like before, uh, I was heavily embedded in that scene. Like I used to run a photo studio, so like I was around like nothing but creators. I run the I ran the photo studio for about five years. So it's like if I wasn't in my studio, I was in someone else's studio. I was always like you know on creative projects and like really dealing with like a lot of content creators, um, like uh, models. Uh, photographers, videographers, like creative directors. And this was around like 2012, 2013, 2014-ish. So I'm saying that to say this, it's like, it's a big thing. You might get invited out one day and now everyone's at like a poetry slam. So it's like everyone, pretty much everywhere you would go knows each other. You're not asking questions like who's involved with who, who's been with who, you know, none of y'all are best friends, but it's like when you're in any type of scene, it's like you see the same people all the time. It's like you don't know, but it's like, if you were to ask, it's like, yeah, you're going to find out who's been with this guy, who's been with this girl. Like, you know, th- this dude is like a serial player. He's like, you know, ran through everyone. It's like, you know, those aren't really questions that you're asking, especially as you get older. 
It's like, I don't really care what happened before. You know what I'm saying? So I think that, like, it could get kind of weird as far as that's concerned. It can get weird. It can definitely get weird. But in those scenarios, I feel like it's free game, honestly. Right. Unless you... It's free game because, like you said, it's, it's not personal. We, we are just hangout buddies. We're just collaborators. Right. We're just, you know, workspace, workspace, workspacers, mm-hmm. if you want to say mm-hmm. that. You know, um, we're associates. So, in that case, I do play as free game. Even if I saw you, even if I saw a guy with a girl, you know what I'm saying, for a while, then I don't see that girl no more. Y'all broke up. It's free game. Right. Like, I respect it when I respect anybody in a union, in a relationship. I'm not a home wrecker, I'm not my business. Mm-hmm. How would you? I don't know. Like, if you dated someone, uh, if you if you dated a young woman before back in the day, you know what I mean, and then now, you know, she's engaged, you know, or she's in a serious relationship, but she's making moves on you, you know, she's, you know, yeah, always, yeah, never stop communication, basically. Um, how, like, how do you go about that? Um, jeez, I think this it it dep- it depend it depends on who you are. It depends on. That's what I'm saying. And it, it, yeah. depend, it depends on who you want to be. For the individual that's super liberal, um, you're probably not going to care, to be honest. One, um, you know, I've known people that have been in those scenarios before. You know, um, on both ends, the receiving end and the giving end. You know, um, I've been a person um, in the past where there, you know, sometimes like if you have those ones, and I'll say this, and not like the one that got away, but let's keep it a whole step. Like, oftentimes in the relationships that we're in, we find those people and we're just extremely sexually compatible or sexually satisfied by them, you know? So I've had, I've had two, two women in my life where, like, the sex was just ridiculous, you know? No matter what was going on, we were, like, friends, we were, like, we were trying to date, whether we hate each other. Like, we knew that we were linking up a couple times a month and we were going to have mind-blowing sex. And <laughs> I like the way that sounds. That's, mind blowing. That's, that's a whole fact. Blow my mind, <laughs> right? <Please. laughs> I she knew that if I didn't see her, when I saw her, she was getting smashed to smithereens. Like it was going I down. Can. So because of that, because of the the level of the sexual attraction and what we're doing, how sexually compatible possible we were with each other. There was times when she was in a relationship. And we continued to have sex through our whole relationship. There was times when I was in a relationship and we continued to have sex. There was times when we were both in relationships. This one time, she was in a relationship with this dude and she didn't give it up to him at all. And dude went through her phone and found out that she was smashing me. He was like, yo, how am I in a whole relationship with you and, and, and you refuse to give me the goodies? Come to find out that you over here, you know what I'm saying? Like fucking this next dude. Oh my gosh, you know, I was actually in a situation like that. I just realized it. Like, I, you are, I'm just like, wait a minute. Like, I was in a, I was in a relationship with another guy. And, but see, it, everything is, everything is situational. Right. But I was in, I was in a relationship with this guy. Um, whatever. And our, we, you know, our souls was just so connected. And that's actually why I did not want to have sex with mm. him. Because I knew that it was going to be, something that I might not really be able to let go of. Of course. So I really didn't want to cross that boundary because if I have sex with you, I really, and it's good sex, of course, um, I want to continue it. I, I really just want to continue to grow in the levels of intimacy with that person. Mm-hmm. The juicy part. So did y'all end up crossing that, that boundary or no? We never end up crossing that boundary, but I was fucking with somebody else the whole time. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah, and like until you said that story, I didn't realize like, oh shit, and like. <laughs> Come on, player. <laughs> but I wasn't. Hey, Yo, listen, this is who I'm fucking that's like. Hilar- that's I'm sorry. That's hilarious. I mean, but you know what? I. Right. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna keep it a stack too. Like when I was younger, I used to say shit like this though. Like if I'm dealing with someone, right? Um, like once I was in a scenario where I was, I was dealing with this young lady, um, and she kind of rekindled not a relationship, but she rekindled a friendship with like a with like a homeboy that she literally grew up with. I like grew up with out the sandbox. He knew that um, that I dealt with her for years. You know, it was like an on and off kind of scenario. He knew that we were still kind of deal with each other on and off, whatever the case is. And then like he he jumped into. He jumped into the cockpit, and then now he started dealing with her. You know, after again they've known each other for like I don't know, fifteen years or something like that. And then like he find out that like that we were still smashing, and like he felt away about it. He was like, uh, uh, and like I, I was like, yo. So one day she, I was over my crib. I'm like, yo, pull a homie on the phone. So she calls him, and I was like, yo, my god, I just want to let you know something. I was like, yo, you're not entitled to have an opinion. He was like, who the fuck you think you're talking to? Oh, I said me. I said the reason I'm telling you this, my bro. I said you. I said grow up. I said you knew that she was on off of me. So it, once you decided to jump into the cockpit, now you're stepping into the scenario we already had. Whether that was you right, know whether it was, was amazing, whether it was effed up, whether like it's toxic, you're now stepping into that. You didn't have to do it because she told you this beforehand. Now you're gonna you're gonna mm-hmm. jump into the, into the driver's seat and feel the way. No, you're not entitled to feel that way, bro. Because you knew what this was. And he was like. He was baffled. Like, he didn't know what to say because I guess no one ever talked to him like that before. But I'm like, dude, like, this isn't a beef. This isn't none of that. But, like, but you're not going to now tell me you feel the way and, uh, like, who am I? Like, nah, bro. And I think that, like, a lot of people are not emotionally mature enough to handle that type of scenario. They're not. Uh, but they're not. That And that is exactly it. And we all have our flaws. Like, we all have our faults when it comes to dealing with people you know we may be, we may go into a situation knowing the whole truth and then try to either change that person change the scenario you know and and get blindfolded but it's like nah you knew this from the beginning homie knew from the beginning you know what i'm saying you, you knew this person existed maybe you didn't know you know y'all was currently fucking but you knew this person existed but my situation like you got your situation i'm a single woman I don't have no baggage. Like, I don't have nothing going on except for greatness going up. You understand? Mm. So, and I'm just like, it doesn't matter. I choose to fuck him. That's what I choose to do. Like, and I'm going to keep fucking him because that's what I want to do. But you know what? You know, when I'm thinking as, as, as I'm talking, I was celibate, though, for like three years. And when I met, Olive, he knew that I was celibate also, and he restricted it. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. As a guy, so in his mind, he's like, "Huh? He's doing it. He's doing yes. like mathematics and calculations." He's like, so she's basically exactly. a virgin again. He was like, "And I, I want to retake her for Jenny." <laughs> yes, what, that's exactly so, that's so exactly like, what it was. Like, so you you just gave away all my goodness to this next dude. That's what he was thinking, even though he's yep. in his entire situation. That's what he was thinking. So it was it was kind of yes. like being greedy. As dudes, we always want to have our cake and eat it too. So no, I get it. Listen, I I'm, I'm a realist. I get it. I understand. You know, you doing all this stuff for me, and but it wasn't like it wasn't like it wasn't like he was doing this stuff for sex. Like he was just a nice guy. You know what I'm saying? I get it. And 
but at the same time, who knows? You never, you never really know with men. You never really know. You know, it, it, it's always, it's always like a, <laughs> yes, it's always on tenure. It's always, always with nah, guys nah, nah. every single no, time. No but you know what? You gotta understand. You gotta understand the game though too. Like this is the game. When I say the game, you have to realize this, and I mean this for men and women. Now, if you're in a relationship. A committed relationship, not really so committed, committed a thousand percent to her, but not in your end at all. Whatever your scenario is, if you're married, if you if you choose to step outside of that relationship in any capacity, you have to now realize that you are now throwing yourself out into the wild, where you are now susceptible to anything. Now, when I talk about physical, when I talk about getting caught, when I talk about catching a disease, I just mean mentally, emotionally, and psychologically. You're now putting yourself, you're throwing yourself into the lion's den. So anything that comes with that, like you, that now means you do not have the option of an opinion. So now if I'm in a whole marriage, right, and I'm stepping outside of that marriage and I'm dealing with some young tenderoni or I step outside my marriage and I have a cougar that's funding me for whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. It's like, oh, like you're fucking someone else. You're fucking three other people. I find out that, you know, you're having sex with five other people. You're actually in three relationships. I can't believe, no, you forfeited your right to how you feel about that because you are also wrong. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, if, if you're single, then yeah, maybe, oh, oh my God, I didn't know that you were fucking someone else. You didn't tell me that. Well, did you ask me? It's like, no. It's like, yeah, you can go back and forth about who's right and who's wrong in that. But once you are in a committed scenario, like, like you, for- I mean, you and forfeited that right. To be honest, myself, I've always been very emotionally detached to uh, to physical, um, to the physicality of of different scenarios. What I'm what I mean by that is, it's like you know, oftentimes I have been very habitual with like in my past with women that I've been with, you know, that I've been friends with, and we were friends with benefits. I wouldn't say that. I mean, I guess for lack of you know, classification, I would call it that, but it's like, these are people that, like, I actually really fuck with the wrong way, but we have sex, not all the time, but from time to time, you know, we would do what we do, or if it's someone that I'm not dating, but, you know, we just kind of have a physical thing that goes on every once in a while, you know, like, I've always dated, like, a lot of women that were very mature, or they were older than me, and oftentimes with that, like, these women were like, hey, I want your time, I want your energy, I want your space, I want your comfort, I want your conversation, and occasionally I want some dick, too. You know, but whatever you do when you're not with me is that's what you do. Like, I'm not watching you. I'm not pressing you. Um, and I think that oftentimes they've been just uh, maybe shocked, you know, or like they, you know, like they, they kind of put out advances to me and they didn't think that, you know, that I would move forward with those advances. But then like once I did, they're like, wow, like I'm just they didn't say this, but you can kind of tell they were just happy to be there. So it's like I'm going to take what I can get from you. I know it's not just dick. Because I know that, like, I'm willing to accept whatever it is. And oftentimes, I say this is one thing with women, too. Like, a lot of women that are more mature, um, that are very stable, uh, especially that are economically stable, um, after they've reached a certain age as well. Like, a lot of women, like, that are closer to 40 or 40 plus, it's like a lot of them, they've, they might be widows. They might be divorced. You know, they might have relationships that they haven't worked out before. They have children. Their children are now older. They're financially stable. They're um, an entrepreneur. They're a CEO. Basically, they're like their life has everything that it needs to have, except for that emotional and physical stimulation. It's like oftentimes, like they're willing to not settle because it depends on how you look at it, but they're willing to 
just enjoy themselves. Like, all right, you know what? Um, I have everything I need in my life. There's no reason why I shouldn't have dick tonight on Friday because I want it. So I might call exactly. someone. Like, you're gonna come over. Exactly. You're gonna me, and then you're gonna leave. Or I might even put you in a cab exactly. home. Shit, I might wind you and die. Exactly. And then let you have dessert. And then after that, you're you're leaving. And it's like I think some people look at that like, oh my god, like she's. It's like, what is she supposed to do? Just wait for this fucking knight in shining armor? Like this isn't a fairy tale. Like this is real life. Ooh. Like let's be serious. Yeah. You know, like that doesn't. That yeah. doesn't that doesn't always exist. Not that it can't not that it, it can't happen, but that 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 that's mm-hmm. the story that we've been force fed here in America. Like look at Disney. Mm-hmm. Oh like Talk your about prince it. In, in, you know, your prince charming's gonna come. It's like that's not always real. That's why you, you end up seeing uh, people that are together. You're like, what the hell? Like what's she doing with him? Like what's he doing with her? Like that dude that every girl wants, but then like he ends up with a girl that's like that's plain and tall. You're like, she's not a good looker like she doesn't have any crazy body and he's been with nothing but like movie stars video vixens like you know models but that woman probably treats him different you know or the guy that doesn't look good but he's been like the bad that everyone's always wanted and coveted it's like yeah but maybe she wants stability and he gives her that he gives her stability in every aspect of her life you only gave her some good dick like okay like you're not good for anything except for when she wants something right exactly so I think that, like, it's it's really interesting, you know. But like, when you start to look at things, it is really people interesting. People for different reasons, um, man. People want to be used. They want to be used by you, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I think, and I, I finally just came into this um, realization. You know, maybe it's turning thirty because a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff for me, mature wise, I'm just like real calm right. about. And I realized that, um, you know, in life, we all gonna use each other. It's it's how life goes. You have to know that, you know, it's not about, oh, well, I don't want to use. No, 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 no. You will be using Mm. him. He will be using you. That's just how life goes. What what else is it? You use everything in life, don't you? You use his couch to sit on. Like, I don't get it. Like, everything (laughs) is to be used. Like, you have to get past that. But once you're able to get past that, though, I think that um, you can have a healthy relationship. See, what I'm on right now are healthy relationships. And... You're gonna, your eyes are gonna open to a lot of different things, and you're gonna, re, you're gonna like some things, you're gonna not like some things, but it's also going to shape you for future healthy relationships. Because one of the things as we wrap up 2020, from communication to mm. sex, you know, to just being transparent, and I, I love, like, I love the whole relationship for what it was, even if I don't like the individual like characteristics. Right. It's not, it's, it's a bigger picture to me. Than just oh he does this I don't like that who cares that's that's life it's ever it's always gonna right. be like that but in the biggest spectrum it's like well Ty what can you really deal with what are you are what are you and what are what aren't you ready for when it comes to a relationship and I thought I was like really ready for a relationship and I'm like nah I just want to have sex <laughs> <laughs> like. Let me just, um, I'm trying to build myself still and, and work and, and get my personal shit together. I just want to have some good, healthy, fucking passionate sex. And that's, to me, as a young woman of coming out of celibacy, going straight into, like, having sex with one person, it's, it was confusing really? as fuck. Like, it was, just, yeah, it was very confusing because I, I, I'm so hard mm. on myself. So I would blame myself for a lot of things like, oh no, I got a parking ticket because I I sucked his dick last <laughs> night. Like, oh you know, like. my god, <laughs> God is punishing me. <laughs> I'm serious. Like all the time, I'm like, no, some shit. Like, <laughs> like yo, like, I'm that is hilarious. You. 
<laughs> I'm telling you, I am really crazy. And like I, I was I'm so like a fake ass goody two shoes behind closed doors that I'm always like, nah, I can't do this. But then I'm like, but then I realized like this whole year I've been doing it. And it's not to say I'm glorifying, you know, for any for any Christian listeners out there who are celebrating, <laughs> do your thing. Do do your thing. But I'm just letting you know it is also very healthy for you to have a sexual life. It is. Like, you need that balance. Like, yeah, you can work out and yeah, 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 you can do all this stuff. But, like, having sex is healthy. Like, it's, it releases endomorphins and it's just an energy booster all around. It's just a it's just a healthy thing to do. But it's, it's, it's not an easy thing to do in my world because I just, I'm very, very mm. picky. Um, I just am. I just, I'm just very picky. I don't like to be um, sexualized or objectified, mm-hmm. which is which is a daily thing. So like that's really kind of how I feel like my last lover got lucky because he did not do those things. Like he's not mm-hmm. thirsty. Like he didn't even know what thirsty meant. You know what I'm saying? Because he's that's not cat. from here. <laughs> it is cat. Because you know what it means to feed for someone. You know what it means to like you know be on you know somebody's body. But he's really not. He just was never on my body. Like oh you look mad good in those jeans girl like i don't i hate stuff like that because right. you understand that's regular you go outside i can go outside right now and that is going to be like why you look mad good hold on umbrella girl let me see what you look like underneath that mask no stop we need a- i show you i show you on that i i get it but every woman is different now every woman is different i just know what i like and but, don't like i'm just always but you know what though that. i mean i think and this is on the real this goes beyond being your, your spiritual beliefs because people do do this for spiritual reasons. But aside from that, though, I think that it is good, though, to have a, a healthy sexual appetite and to have sex. But it is also good sometimes to to be abstinent or to be celibate, you know, because yes. like because what what with mm-hmm. that also comes like a mental and a spiritual clarity, you know, that from from that like yes. when you're purging yourself from different things. Um, you're ridding yourself from those toxins that, uh, you know, especially if you're having you know, um, raw sex that other individuals have deposited inside of you. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, it's, it's good to, no, this it's is good all to cleanse. True. You know, like, yeah, you're saying yes. that, you know, you were having great sex all year. It's like, yeah, but you said you were also sub before that. So it's like, so you had that, that clairvoyance. You know what I'm saying? Like, you were able to look at things differently, not just from a sexual perspective. Like, damn, like, yo, homeboy looks good. Like, yo, I want to, I want to give him the panties. It's like, you could literally say the same thing. I want to <laughs> give him the panties, but I'm not going to because that's not the type of time I'm on right now. And, it's, and exactly. it, we, need, we need both, to be honest. We need balance. Like, even if you have a crazy sexual appetite, it's like at some point, like, you should kind of, you know, fall back from that and also come to a, a mental understanding within yourself of why I'm doing what I'm doing, you know, or why I'm not doing certain things. Like the same way you want to have a diet sometimes, or sometimes like, you know, you want to fast. Sometimes you have to fast from, you know, from sex, from alcohol, from, you know, cigars or cigarettes or weed, whatever you're smoking. You got to, you know, fast from all of those things, from people. So it's like sometimes like, you know, you don't want that. You don't need to be intertwined with someone, you know, and I think that that's, that's, that's also, a I think dope, that's a- but, you know. No, I think that's very, very, very factual. And that's what and that's how that's what I mean by healthy relationships because sometimes you could be on with someone and not right. be on. And I, I part of me being celibate and the whole just transition, um, it was just interesting because I I'm so like a lot of time I don't want to be bothered. Like I don't want to talk to no one. I don't want to be bothered. And it's like, well, damn, how am I gonna find someone that understands that I'm not mad at you? I just don't right. want to be bothered. Like 
I'm not, you know, fussing with you. I just don't want to be bothered. And um, so that's why I was chilling for so long. And then, like, what happens, though, and why I think I am going to go back to being celibate or just abstinence, rather, is just because it, it just opens up Pandora's box. You know, it just does. Like, it opened up Thai box. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and then you start flight you start you start fighting with the flesh you know the flesh and the spirit is real no matter what not even talking about religion here just in general uh spirituality and it's like okay okay are you being clouded and distracted by something that feels good for the temporarily or are you just are you you know are you building yourself for longevity here like what like which one is it and i had to come to terms with myself with that i'm just like all right like how you wilding like you you know you know, go back to the woman that you was before, you know, these sticky, sticky dickies came into your life right. because you got things, you got things to handle, things to order. You can't be just, okay. You know, it's like I said, it's good to be balanced. You know, maybe, maybe in a month, you know, you were like, you know what? Um, it's Friday. I'm actually, I actually accomplished a lot in this month. Let me see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? But even with that, it's still not easy for me as an individual to like, you know, kind of like, reach out to someone for a dick. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I can't, like, I can't hit up a random-ass guy and be like, unless we already have sex, I cannot randomly hit you up for the first time and be like, yeah, I want some dick. So episode five, Sex in the City, a lot of guys think that. A lot of guys think that. I mean... A lot I, of guys I, think that. They think you have I, a Rolodex. Like, I, 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 I'll just, I can only talk on what I know. I think that most scenarios that end up happening like that um they come from an initial meeting or some type of like an initial situation scenario whatever it is where y'all are out together somewhere um yes nine times out of ten liquor is usually involved and like you know someone ends up back at someone's house and maybe it goes down now that being said that could be the first time that you were at the individual's house and it happened it could be a scenario where you guys were just cool or where you even like each other but no boundaries you ever crossed but whatever it is that night something happens and maybe it was only a one night thing. So then after that, usually, um, like say from a, a woman's perspective, it might be like, I'm gonna hit that guy. Not necessarily right after that, shit. Maybe not even a month later or two months later, but the point is like, oh, like I know that I had sex with blah, blah, blah. And because of the fact that I was not 100% sober, like me hitting this guy up will be like, almost like, you know, like, like a new experience for me. Something like that. I don't think it's usually like a dude that I've never hit before ever. That we've never been, you know, we've never been physical, but now with him for the first time, like, I'm sure it happens, but that's very rare. Like, I really haven't heard too many stories like that. I realize, like, stuff is so strange and so weird, you know, when it comes to intertwining of men and women, because we're, we're meant to be, like, we're meant to be intertwined right. together. OG, what do you have coming up towards the end of 2020? Um, oh, man, a couple things. Um, right now, I actually have, uh, like, a... Like uh, this, this Harlem kind of prohibition style event that I'm gonna start doing, uh, you know, quote unquote. If you know, you know. So that's one. Exactly. And then another thing, I'm actually doing like a speakeasy New Year's Eve event uh, in Brooklyn. So we're gonna bring out pretty much like the whole Roaring Twenties prohibition speakeasy kind of passcode knock and enter uh, kind of scenario. So yeah. Big big news thing. But anyway, lovers, um, where can where can the lovers follow you, OG? Um, if you want to see what's going on with me, you can follow me uh, on Instagram at the underscore OG. 
And if you want to find out about the cool stuff that my brand does, you can follow us on Instagram at the OG Theory. Spell the correct way. The OG Theory. What is the... <laughs> because, you know, they they probably listen like, wait a minute, why is he the OG? And I, and I actually, he's earned his title. He's earned... I've known OG for some years. And being a Sag, you, it's just an automatic earn the title of. <laughs> so you 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 earned it for our generation. You thank you. Earned it. But where did the name um come from? Oh man, sheesh! This this is the most asked question I've ever had in my entire life. Um, <laughs> I'll give you the uh, the brief version. So the first okay. um the first business I started it was the OG Studios. Um, at that point in time. Um, basically, before it was called the OG Studios, it didn't really have a name. Um, and the first business that I actually started that I didn't go through with, uh, it was named after my initials, which are actually O, and uh, the G was for the group. Um, so it was the something group. But because I don't know you, I'm not gonna tell you the whole thing right now, listeners. Right. But okay, it was the, the <laughs> O blank group. Um, and then from there, we shortened it and called it the OG Studios, and that became the first actual business that we brought into fruition. Um, yeah. So okay. with that being said, after that, um, the way I looked, the way I dressed, my persona, the things that I do, people were like, "Oh, so the OG Studios, so you're the OG of the OG Studios." And I was like, "Nah." They're like, "You're definitely the OG," and people started calling me that because of uh, the company. At this point, this was like this was ten years ago. So most of the people that I've met in nightlife and any type of creative capacity in New York are really just from that point in time in 2011. Um, they met me as OG because it literally just it stuck. I didn't name myself that. I didn't start calling myself that, but the people did, and it's 10 years later, and I'm the OG. So, so lovers, you're fucking with the OG. You heard we had someone very special on this episode. You know, we talked about smashing the homies, safe sex. And just, you know, being celibate, clearing your mind, and the rules and regulations of being a Sagittarius. So make sure you stay tuned for everything that OG has going on to be a part of the inside crew. You got to mind your business. (laughs) Um, It's just, you just have to. Discretion is You got to mind, you got to learn. You got to master that mind your business. You keeping up with the Joneses, stay over there. (laughs) Stay over there. Oh, man, Ty, you a real one. Definitely a pleasure. A pleasure to, uh, to share space with you. Uh, this dope conversation. I appreciate you, Ty. 